Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Hey, thanks for jumping in and joining us as we continue to walk through this incredible book, The Gospel of John. Today, we come to the end of John chapter 2. Now, over and over again, we're just learning about Jesus. We're marveling at Jesus. And what we're going to find at the end of John chapter 2 is we're going to see, uh, we're going to see Jesus in his understanding of humanity. We're going to see the uh, the reality of even our own hearts and what is in us and how finicky we can be. Now, if you remember, yesterday we saw Jesus cleanse the temple. Temple. Before that, we saw him in turning water into wine. And remember, this first half of John is really this book of signs as Jesus, he shows his identity by... Um, performing these signs. It's more than a miracle. They're called signs to point us, to direct us toward understanding who Jesus is. Well, we saw um, Jesus cleanse the temple. We saw the disciples in retrospect. They believe in Jesus. And now what we're going to see is Jesus's unwillingness to trust or believe in, in people. Let me, let me show you what I mean. Uh, just a few verses today. John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25 says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. Now this is, there, there are more signs happening than what Jesus has done so far. John highlights the, the, these important signs, but there's even more. Verse 24, But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Now this word entrust, you see that word trust? And Jesus, he did not trust himself. He, he did not put his confidence, his security in the response of the people believing. Uh, Jesus wasn't saying, oh, they're believing in me, great. Uh, and rather, he he guarded his heart. Why did he guard his heart? It says he needed no one to bear witness about man. He knew himself what was in man. Well, what is in man? Well, first of all, we are, let's just be honest, we're finicky. You know, when Jesus is performing signs, they like him. And we're going to see later in John when Jesus is feeding them, they like him. When Jesus teaches them hard things, though, they're finicky. We're finicky. I can be finicky. If, if Jesus isn't doing what I want him to do, maybe I'll back away. That's, that's what's in our hearts sometimes. Jesus, we have this expectation of you. You must perform what we expect you to perform, or I'm going to go find someone that I find, think will, will please me or satisfy me. Jesus knows that in us. But it's not just that we're finicky. Remember that the mob crying out when Jesus is crucified. Crucify him. Crucify him. The mob turning on him. Those that he has come to save, having no compassion, having no faith, having no loyalty or allegiance. Rather, Rather, they turn against him. Even his disciples, they, they flee from him is what we're going to find. Well, see, Jesus, he sees these crowds that they're believing in him for the time being, but, but he knows. He knows they're finicky. He, he knows they might turn on him, that they will turn on him. 
And so what Jesus does is he, he does not entrust himself to man. You know, Jesus is able to not entrust himself to man, I think, because Jesus has entrusted himself to the Father. He knows the sovereign Father will care for him, will meet every one of his needs. He knows that the turmoil and the tribulation that he's about to go through, it, it, was, it was foreordained. He, he knows the cross is ahead of him. We've already seen that. We've seen that he said, tear down this temple and I'll rebuild it in three days. He's not talking about the temple. He's talking about his own physical death and resurrection. He has entrusted himself to the Father. He has entrusted himself to the plan of the triune God that he set in place before the foundation of the world. And so because of that, he's not looking to man for his confidence or his security. This reminds us, first of all, that Jesus, he didn't need us. He, he doesn't need us. He's not anxious, waiting. I wonder if they're going to believe in me. I wonder if they're going to worship me. No, he needs nothing from us. We, we must remember that. He, he doesn't lack. He, he's not suffering without us. No, he invites us to come to him out of his overflow of love. This is so important to remember. But I think there's also something, something else for us here as we learn to walk in, in the, the footsteps of Christ. You see, sometimes we can, we can set our trust on man. Do, do my friends approve of me? Are my coworkers, are they looking at me in a favorable way? A favorable way? Am I receiving the, the accolades or the applause or the approval or the acceptance from people? See, we, we desire that so badly. And because we're not divine, we, we have those needs. But listen, in those moments when our friends betray us, when our coworkers are not faithful to us, in those moments when man disappoints us, we can, we can remember that Jesus, he didn't entrust himself to man. He entrusted himself to the Father. In those moments when people hurt us, we can, we, we, it doesn't mean we, we disregard people and disengage from people, but, but when people hurt us, we have a greater hope. We entrust our souls to the Father, to the Son, and to the Spirit. We have a confidence, not in the people around us. And I'm so thankful for the people around me that, that strive toward faithfulness. But listen, they'll disappoint me. I'll disappoint them. But yet together we entrust ourselves to God. This is our ancient way for our modern day. This is where our confidence comes from. This is how we battle our worry and our anxiousness. This is how we deal with those negative thoughts or those negative emotions that people bring toward us. What someone thinks about us, that's not where we find our identity. We entrust ourselves to God and our Savior. That is where we find our identity. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.